This is Literally Delicious, a new weekly podcast where I take you on a culinary journey through some of the most beloved works of literature. I'm your host, Nick, and in each episode, I make a dish from a classic book by taking a close look at historical documents, contemporary cookbooks, and the text itself to source ingredients and use cooking techniques that make the dish as close as I can to the one that the characters enjoyed. Plus, after every episode, I will share my recipes with you on Instagram at literallydelishpod, that's L-I-T-E-R-A-L-L-Y-D-L-I-S-H-P-O-D, so that you can try it for yourself at home. I am not a professional chef, but just an ordinary home cook with a big appetite for reading and making good food. So, if you love nerdy deep dives, or perhaps if food comfort shows are your thing, and you wish you could take those with you wherever you listen to podcasts, then I think you'd like Literally Delicious. Here is a five-minute sneak peek of my first episode, Chowder, from Herman Melville's Moby Dick, which you can listen to right now on many platforms where you get your podcasts. I hope you will join me there. All right, for the sake of science here, I got my girlfriend with a pilot, uh, Sailor Boy pilot bread, and we're going to try one of these in its completely unadulterated, undoctored form here. So we're going to break it up and we're going to taste it. It looks very hard. It is very hard. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. And... Mmm. It's dry. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get enough saliva back in my <laughs> mouth to say something. Um, it's nothing like a digestive, but you compared it to. It looks like it. It looks like a digestive cookie, but... It's dry. You don't have to eat the rest of it. Yeah. Well, sorry, Sailor Boy Pilot Bread. You make a wonderful product. Really uh, big in the survivalist community. Did you know that? No, I didn't. These things will last forever. They seem like they will. But get your get your own, and they may not last that long. They're really, they're something. There's something. I feel like if you add some moisture to them, they might liven up a little bit. Like in a soup. Like in a soup. Well, here we go. Let's do just that then. All right. We've got the salt pork uh, just about ready to come out of the pan. I forgot to mention that you don't want to keep it in there the whole time. Uh, just take it out after you render out its fat so it doesn't get all dry on you. And then with that fat, saute your aromatics. Okay. Clams are looking good here. I'm going to start to take those out of their shells here and without hopefully causing too much harm to my fingers. I will give you an appendage update as soon as I finish deshelling these clams. All right, so right after that little taste test, I took my salt pork out of the Dutch oven, put it on a dish with a paper towel on top of it, catch some of the grease. Uh, and in the residual fat left in the pan, I'm sauteing my aromatics. Now, uh, cook your salt pork like you would your bacon, though do be aware it is a raw pork product, so uh, air on the overside, and you'll get some delightfully chewy little pieces of salt pork. What I'm gonna do next here is take the pounded up ship biscuit and actually add it in with my aromatics. 
and all of that uh, oil from the salt pork, creating something like a roux, okay? Just a little bit of technique here. So we're not getting too far off from the original recipe, even though in those days they would have layered in the ship biscuit. We're going for something similar to what I believe they experienced at the tripods, which was a lovely little thick roux-like soup here. Okay, so I don't, obviously I don't want these ship biscuits to burn. Our leeks and onions are already translucent. So I'm going to marry these two pots together. I'm going to take here the clams and all of their wonderful juice that they've let out and pour that in the pot. In essence, I'm doing here basically the deglaze of the plan and I'm going to kind of scrape the bottom here. Oh yeah, it's already very thick, very nice looking. All right. So now the only spice I'm going to add to it is one which I think it's pretty certain that they had in Nantucket in the late 19th century. It's just some pepper, coarse ground black pepper here. So I'm going to add this nice and liberally. About a whole uh, teaspoon of black pepper goes in. You can always add more later. Not going to add any salt here because your clams are super salty. And of course the salt pork, salty as well, hence the name. So this is looking very nice and very thick. So I'm going to slowly add in my half and half, which I've brought down to a room temperature so as not to uh, make it curdle when it hits that really, really hot uh, roux that I've made. And I'm using half and half here. You could use milk or heavy cream, but I wanted to pick something that I had readily available and something not too, too thick. So I've added about two cups. I'm gonna stir that in. Letting it all melt together here. I'm turning up the heat a little bit at this point. So make it simmering. Yes, it's already nice and thick. Beautiful. I'm gonna add the salt pork in at the very end because it's already cooked and I don't wanna kill it. But this is looking wonderful. It smells like clam chowder. It is clam chowder, it's an OG clam chowder. And I'm going to return the lid onto the top of the Dutch oven most of the way. I'm gonna let it get back to a simmer, add my salt pork back in, and then we will give it a taste. I'm very excited.